Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. The FT. This is the latest in the series, A Life of a Song, and I'm David Honigman. This week, Smells Like Teen Spirit. In a small town in Washington State in 1990, you had to make your own amusement. So it was that Kathleen Hanna and her friend Kurt spent an afternoon spraying graffiti onto a Christian teenage pregnancy advice centre and then returned to his rented apartment to drink. One thing led to another. Hannah, in her own words, smashed up a bunch of shit and defaced the walls in marker pen. One of her phrases stuck in his mind. Kurt, the scrawl read, smells like teen spirit. He had no idea what this meant. Teen spirit was, in fact, the deodorant worn by his then-girlfriend, Toby Vale, who was Hannah's bandmate in embryonic riot girl band Bikini Kill. But that, thought Kurt, could be a song lyric. Grunge, a form of alienated music on the borders between metal and punk, popular originally in the Pacific Northwest, had been around for a while before Kurt Cobain and two friends formed Nirvana. But Smells Like Teen Spirit made it an international sensation. Kurt Cobain's influences included the Pixies and, less fashionably, soft rockers Boston, the song's elliptical lyrics, Load Up on Guns and Bring Your Friends, A Mulatto, An Albino, A Mosquito, My Libido, hinted at troubled racial politics and school shootings and AIDS panic and alienation and ennui without ever making anything explicit. When he chorused, I feel stupid and contagious, here we are now, entertain us, he summed up the new fin de siècle. It was an anthem for youth, if not doomed, at least disaffected. Quiet passages alternated with rage, guitars crunched, drums crashed, Cobain howled. No doubt about it, Smells Like Teen Spirit was the quintessential grunge anthem. Except, was it? A succession of musicians produced cover versions that, collectively, make the case for the song not being rooted in grunge at all. First up was Tori Amos, an American singer dispatched to the UK by her record company in the hope that Britons would appreciate her piano-laden gothic confessionals more than her fellow countrymen did. In 1992, Amos was in her pomp, writing more good material than would fit on a single album. Her version replaces Nirvana's Sturm und Drang with moody romantic piano. Her vocals scarcely rise above a murmur, but are still more intelligible than Cobain's. When Cobain first heard the record, 
he couldn't stop laughing, but he later told MTV it was flattering and claimed that he and Courtney Love danced to it over their morning serial. The story is told that when the band heard Amos's version played in a diner, the three of them performed silent pirouettes. So Teen Spirit could land in a wide musical territory. But no one could have anticipated a metamorphosis a decade after Cobain's suicide in 1994. In 2005, the Canadian-born crooner Paul Anker, best known for writing the English lyrics to My Way, recorded the album Rock Swings, recreating the rock canon of swing jazz. Along with Eye of the Tiger, Jump and Everybody Hurts is, of course, Teen Spirit. Performing the song at the North Sea Jazz Festival a couple of years later, Anker prowled the stage, clicking his fingers. Where Cobain's Hello, Hello had been a wary warning, Amos is a come hither, Anker might have been welcoming the Rat Pack into a Las Vegas casino. Hello, hello. It didn't even need words. The Bad Plus, an avant-garde jazz trio, matching Nirvana's lineup but with piano for voice, deconstructed the song on a 2003 album. Ethan Iverson, the pianist, starts with the ringing guitar phrase but immediately drops it and warps the melody, taking off into sheets of eternal noise. The clamour drops out to expose Reed Anderson's double bass, nagging away at With the Lights Out It's Less Dangerous. Finally, the piano returns to the tune. The song is so well known now that there can be rap versions, heavy metal versions, comedy versions, and a reading from Patti Smith with banjo and strings. Grunge, as a genre, is ancient history, but teen spirit has outlived it. Hannah's Graffito never actually became a lyric, but it made a great title. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.